Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You think you've got style? Well, maybe you do. But whether you have it or not, we think you'll enjoy Style Revolution. Starting right now on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, your host. Thank you. Welcome to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today we'll be talking about expanding your everyday look into multiple event looks. If you were with us last week, then you know all about your everyday look. Basically, we went through and we discovered how to take your everyday outfit and to expand it to take it all your wardrobe pieces and to use all the pieces that you have to make different outfits for casual events. And you were able to go through and choose those three to five words that describe your favorite look and basically expound that to you to make all these different amazing looks so today we're going to expound on that and go to different events obviously we don't have casual events every day we do have those special occasions where you're allowed to dress up a little bit more uh, so you want to expound on those and you want to make amazing looks for those that still display your personality and still make you special and amazing. So we're going to start out with a special look I'd like to call the party look. And this look would be for, let's say you got invited to an amazing party at one of your friend's houses and the the invitation says semi-formal. Now this means it, it is sem- somewhat casual. So you're allowed to dress down, you're allowed to be comfortable, and uh, you don't have to wear anything, let's say a full-length gown or um, an extravagant look look. So you can be comfortable and casual. So um, usually when it says semi-formal, guys are going to wear something like jeans with a um, a sport coat, uh, maybe a tie. Uh, Sometimes they'll wear a little suit with a tie or even just a button-up shirt. They'll be comfortable. So you don't want to outdo your date or you don't want to outdo the guys of the party. So you want to wear something like a little casual dress. Maybe it can be strapless. It can have straps. Um, Usually you want it to come right at the knee or right above the knee, even right below the knee if you're um, comfortable with that and what you can even do you can wear even wear jeans with a dressier top if you're comfortable with that now that's a little bit more casual but uh, if you find a really cute um, really dressy uh, casual I mean a really dressy shirt that you can put on with your favorite pair of jeans obviously you don't want jeans that are too run down or too um, ripped and torn you want jeans that are uh, dark wash that are skinny maybe they're fresh they're pretty new and you could put them on with a dressy top and you can look really chic and really cute without um, feeling if you're not a dress girl if you don't like to wear dresses you don't have to put that on you can still wear jeans and feel quite amazing Uh, another thing that you can do as far as makeup and hair for this look is you can try some different things obviously since it's casual you don't have to worry about wearing an amazing updo and pin curls or anything like that so I would do a rather rather casual look Uh, maybe you can wear your hair down with a few curls in there or you can wear it natural maybe put a headband on there and then um, you can do something fun with your makeup remember those spring looks we uh, talked about last week those lime eyes those denim eyes that lime lip gloss Um, I mean peach lip gloss not lime lip gloss that'd be a little wild but um, that peach lip gloss that you love so much, you can try that with your um, little party look. And you can look really great, really amazing, and then toss in those accessories, and you can look great for your party. So I'm really excited. Hopefully you'll have a great time there. And now let's move on to another look, one of the teenage favorites, uh, the date night look. 
So uh, when you have a date, usually you're pretty nervous. You're pretty um, pretty scared. Even if it's your 20th date or your first date, you're pretty nervous. So uh, hopefully just relax, calm down, and amazing outfit. And um, first thing I would do is call up who's ever taking you out, your um, your guy or your boyfriend, um, and ask him where, where we're going. So you want to figure that out. That really helps things. Unfortunately, if it's a blind date or a surprise, you won't know. So you want to do something uh, that pr- covers the board pretty well, like this next look. Uh, first thing, let's say you're going to a dinner and movie. Well, that's an amazing date. Hopefully you have a lot of fun. And um, you want to wear something a little bit more dressy. You're free to dress up a little bit more. So I would wear something like a little black dress. Now remember my favorite dress that I was talking about last week. It was black lace and I wear it with a white jacket and uh, my bold accessories and some flats. That would be a great dress to pull out. So pull your favorite dress out if it's black and put it on with maybe a belt and maybe uh, you can wear some heels if you want, maybe some navy blue heels, some pumps, or you can even wear red flats if you feel more comfortable with that. And then pull in another bold accessory, maybe let's say a, um, a little pink floral uh, head accessory, like a, um, a hair piece. That would look really cute, really chic, but you're not overdoing it. The last thing you wanna do is look, uh, you wanna look approachable. You don't wanna look uh, distracting or overdone. You wanna look pretty relaxed. So just wear something like that. If you're not going to a movie and dinner, let's say maybe you're doing something with a little bit more athletics in it. Let's say bowling or mini golfing. You wanna do something a little bit more casual than a um, little black dress. You wanna do maybe, let's see here, maybe a little tank top with some jeans. That's really simple and you could put on a cardigan with it that um, would tie the whole look together. I would go with, you could do a wide leg or a skinny jean. I would go with a wide leg. It's a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more casual. You can do it in any wash from light to uh, the darkest wash you can find and um, pair it with a little white tank top. And then you can do a bright cardigan, like a a pink one. My favorite, I have a favorite pink cardigan. I wear it all the time with a little chic white tank top and it looks adorable. And it's really easy to change that into evening. Let's say you're staying out for dinner later on that evening and you could put on a blazer with it something that's a little bit more structured will all of a sudden make the look look a little bit more evening and it'll liven up the um liven liven up the whole look you can also try some different makeup looks with that again it's a pretty basic outfit you could so you can expound on the accessories and the makeup look so uh, next you can try is a red lip or a pink lip and if you're um, not too bold you can tone it down with some lip gloss and that'll look amazing you'll fabulous. Remember, wherever you are going, you want to make sure that your shoes are comfortable for the event. So if you don't feel comfortable walking around in heels, going to the mall, you're going to be stumbling. You don't want to stumble at all. You want to make sure you're really comfortable and really amazing. You're listening to Star Revolution on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been expounding your everyday look to different event looks. So we um, moved on to that date look, and we were on our more casual date for um, bowling and a golfing, mini golf or something like that. Even if you're going shopping, that'd be a great look. So let's bring out those jeans. We've got our tank top. We've got that bright card again. And then we were just going on to makeup. So we were saying, try um, maybe a bolder lip. Try something like that. Now for date night, usually I don't like to do anything with the hair. I think it's really cute if you do something like a messier look. Like maybe just twist your hair up and pin it down in a couple places. And all of a sudden you've got this really great, really messy, um, but really casual pretty bun, especially if 
if you're going with a little black dress. I say do something very simple um, in your hair and makeup. Another one of my favorite makeup looks for the date night is uh, a sparkly eye, so like a glitter eye. If you're a MAC fan, then you'll know the term retrospect. That's one of my favorite colors for MAC, and it looks amazing. You don't need a base for it. You can just put some mascara on with it and basically a nude pale lip gloss, and it'll look really amazing. Another way to bring in great colors, one of my favorite ways to bring in great colors for a date night look, or even that party look we were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, is nail polish. And I talked about a lot about it last week, and I noticed a lot of new colors are in for spring, especially a color called like a turquoise blue. And I know this is rather bold, but if you're willing to try a little bit of color in your outfit, I would definitely go for it. There's some beautiful blues, and um, they look rather beachy and just kind of like a Caribbean look. and really fun to wear. I really like them. Uh, OPI just came out with a new colored called um, Turquoise Ostomus, like from the town Austin, Texas. They're using Ostomus Turquoise. It's a kind of a funny term. But if you can find that nail polish, I think it'd look fabulous. It's really great color. Another cool uh, spring trend to try for a spring nail polish is a green. It's a, actually a rather forest green, but since uh, it's spring and since it's kind of a smaller accessory, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be a great term to try, okay? So I would definitely give those a shot. I'm going to try to get me some uh, new OPI nail polish and give a few of them for spring. So if you can do that along with me, that'd be fabulous and try out those new makeup looks. Now another um, another look for spring we definitely want to bring in is our uh, more formal look. So obviously we talked about that first party we were going to, and now let's say we've got another formal dance. Now obviously this is a little bit more formal. Usually on the invitation it'll say um, se semi-formal or formal dance, okay? Now this doesn't mean black tights. You're not going to all out. You're not going full gown, um, full length gown, but you are gonna go a little bit more dressier than that casual date casual look, that casual dance look. So basically what I would do is go back to your um, other party look, the casual one look, and I would pull it out a little bit more, make it a little, make it a step higher. So uh, this is where you could go ahead and buy a new dress for this event if you wanted to, but you can go back to that other black dress and you can tone that one up even more. So this one, I would bring in the hair, I would bring in the makeup, I would go basically all out if you could. Um, I would start with a lot of ringlet curls. It's easy, you can get a, um, a half inch uh, curling iron and just curl your hair all over and then kind of shake it out and tussle it and it'll look really chic if you're not comfortable with your bang you can pin, pin it back and I think it'd look really great it's a really easy look and then from for makeup I would decide find out if the party's in the evening or in the daytime usually parties like this are in the evenings you can go ahead and do an evening eye like what they call a smoky eye you can do use browns and purples and um, even like l dark pinks um, I wouldn't go so far as black because that can look a little harsh on your eye but you can try one of those spring looks we were talking about the denim eye it'll really look amazing you can even use metallic eyeshadows that'll kind of give you that shine that you that you're really craving for that look because it is an over-the-top look. Toss that on with some nude lip gloss. Uh, you can use a little bit of a lipstick, but I wouldn't do it too much since we're doing that strong eye. 
uh, and then toss that on with some mascara and lip gloss and you're gonna look fabulous for your event. Now, if you were considering wearing flats to that casual party, I would up it and I would try some heels on for this formal, this more formal party. Cause it'll really enhance your look even if you're wearing a shorter dress, it'll really enhance your look, make you look super formal and you will definitely fit in. Now, a trick, just keep practicing in your heels. If you're not comfortable with wearing them right now, hopefully the party's not till two or three weeks, even a month away and just practice every day in them and you'll get used to wearing them and all of a sudden you're gonna look amazing in them and that whole look is really gonna come together. Now remember a formal look, this formal dance that you're going to doesn't mean you have to wear anything extravagant like a big ball gown or anything like you would wear to your prom. We're gonna wait for that till next week. But this does mean you can take the initiative and do a little bit more than that casual look. So really try some different things, bring in those bold makeup looks, try to curl your hair even if you put it up, be comfortable with what you're wearing, that's the most important, but really enjoy uh, expanding on that everyday look. You wanna keep your personal style in there, and um, but you wanna enjoy the look, you wanna enjoy wearing it, you wanna enjoy going to this formal party and that date night, that date night and that casual party you'll be attending. So I hope my tips can help you do that and just remember to follow your heart and remember those three to five words that describe your everyday look. Use those when picking out every single one of these looks, okay? Let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave, your host. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and our topic today has been expounding on that everyday look we discovered last week and creating different looks for uh, more formal events like a casual date night, uh, your formal dances, and even your less casual parties that you go to. And hopefully you enjoyed learning about that and and you're now able to create different outfits for all those amazing special occasions that you have. Um, I'm really excited to share this next part with you because I realize we've been talking a lot about discovering your wardrobe and using it to display your um, personality and basically make you unique with your looks and discovering your own style. But really, the only way to do that is to have a great closet that you're able to find those amazing looks. And um, I went home and I realized I really don't have that great of a closet to find those amazing looks that I know I have. So what I'm deciding to do is help you and I both go through a closet makeover. We're going to basically go together and make over our closet and and it'll really make us make it easier to find those looks that you love so much and who knows you may find some clothes you haven't seen in quite a while so I know this doesn't deal with style directly but um, it really does make sense that you have to have a great clean closet to find those amazing looks that you want to wear out on your dates and on to school every day and to your work and to your job so we're going to go ahead and go through this relax it's okay you're going to enjoy cleaning up your closet and you're going to really find that it makes life a lot easier it's going to be really rewarding so what you want to do is take some time and find these things that you're going to need and go ahead and get a weekend or a full day to do it and you really want to you're really going to enjoy doing this and I really enjoy doing it I love cleaning out my closet which it sounds crazy but I really do because it's so rewarding so let's go ahead and get started okay basically I'm going to give you a list of things that you're going to need to do this you are going to want to go ahead and go around your house maybe jot, grab a pen and jot these few things down that you're going to need to clean out your closet it's really important that you have everything that I list here okay first thing that you're going to need is a weekend or a full day to work even if it's a Saturday and a Sunday, or if you have an extended weekend, you really want to have at least a full eight hours to do this because it could take a little bit of time because I have a lot of clothes and I'm sure you have a lot of amazing clothes and you really want to take your time doing this. Next thing you're going to need is um, hangers. You're going to need a few trash bags, a basket, that hamper that you use to um, do laundry in. You're going to need that. So go grab it. You're going to need thumbtacks. You're going to need a few boxes, some bins, basically some um, pretty little containers. You're going to need your favorite music. You're going to need maybe a friend or a parent or a sister, someone to help you out. That'd be great. You're going to need a camera. Even if you have the one on your phone, that's fine. You can use it. Uh, A vacuum. And of course, you're going to need your closet, your wardrobe, all your clothes. So go ahead and get up early. Even if you're not doing it today, pause this and come back. You want to get up early. You want to have a good breakfast. You want to be ready. You want to be energized to do this. You want to pump up, crank up that music. Mine would be Michael Jackson. Turn it up loud. Make sure you're ready to go and make sure you're ready to dance a little bit. You want to open your closet. You want to have all your supplies ready and you're going to go ahead and get started. First thing you're going to do is take a picture. This is really important because it it kind of creates that visual, uh, that visual help that you need to keep your closet clean because the at the end of this, you're going to realize, great, my closet looks amazing. So this will help you to keep it clean. So go ahead and take what I'm going to call a before picture that you're going to use later on. Go ahead and take a few shots of it from different angles and make sure you get every little nook and cranny of that mess in your closet, like mine. 
Okay, next thing you're going to do, step two, is remove everything from your closet. Now, I know you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to take forever. Turn up that music and make sure you take everything out, okay? I want you to look around and see the bare walls on each angle of your closet. I don't want anything left in there. All the little um, all the little junk you've got at the bottom of your closet, get it out, okay? Make sure every single thing is out of your closet. You want to see the bare walls, okay? Everything. And I want you to put all the clothing and all the accessories on your bed. So what you want to do really is make sure your your room is pretty clean because you're going to need your bed and you're going to need space to lay out all your clothing to use, okay? So now that you've got everything out of your closet, we're going to move on to space um, step three, I mean. And you're going to be probably pretty surprised at this point that your closet looks this amazing. You're like, geez, it, it looked this way when I moved in. I haven't seen it since. And I know you're surprised because I'm surprised too at this point. And you want to basically take your time and go ahead and vacuum this space. Now, I know you're thinking, geez, this is more work. It's really going to pay off in the end because this is the cleanest point your closet's going to get. And then we're going to start bringing in more clothes. So you really want to go ahead and take that vacuum. Go ahead and vacuum through her. It'll probably take five minutes. Go ahead and do it. And it'll really pay off in the end. What you want to do now that you've finished vacuuming it, you want to step back out and look at your bed. Now you've got your bed and your room full of your clothes. So now this place looks like a mess. But don't worry, we're going to clean it up. And what you want to do is take your clothing, your clothing that's all over your bed, and you want to start taking it off the hangers. You want to start taking it off the hangers. And as you do this, you want to throw your hangers into another pile. That way you're not messing up your space even more. And basically, you're going to set up three different piles. These piles are called keep, dirty, and donate. These piles are really important, and they're pretty self-explanatory, but um, they'll really help you to stay organized. In the keep pile, you want to keep put all your clothes that you're going to keep, basically, the clothes that you love, your favorites, those ones from your everyday look and your party look, you want to put those in there. Don't worry about hanging them up right now. Just toss them in a pile. Uh, the dirty pile, you want to keep keep all the clothes that you love and you adore but are dirty you want to toss those in that pile okay and then the clothes that you don't really like that you don't love that you've grown out of that aren't really trendy anymore you want to put in the donate pile now all these piles are really important and you really want to keep these organized because these will come in handy later okay so now let's move on to uh, the next step. Basically, you're going to take your time and go through all your clothing, go through all that mess that you have, and you want to um, put them in those piles, okay? The donate pile is the one that I, I, I really like the most. It's really great because it's rewarding for you and for another person. So you really don't want to throw away your clothes, even though they may be a little dirty, a little bit messy. You want to clean them up and fold them up and put them in this pile so that way you can take them to your local charity, to your local Goodwill, and donate them to someone else because you never know. Someone else may adore that AeroPositive t-shirt that you grew out of like five years ago. So don't worry about it. That's really important. I think it's great that you're helping someone else out. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave on Style Revolution. And today our topic has been expanding that everyday look. And not only that, we've been expanding our closets a little bit. We've been uh, making over our closets, which is a really exciting thing to do. And I know you're a little bit nervous because you're probably just getting started with that. But don't worry, you're going to finish it very soon. I know it's difficult because I do my closet every summer and I think it gets more difficult each year so just keep keep maintaining it okay so we just got to the point where we're dividing our clothing into those separate piles keep dirty and donate and we just finished talking about the donate pile really do that that's super important and you know what you'll be blessing someone else for it okay that dirty pile is also important because you don't want your uh, your clean beautiful clothing mixed up with that dirty clothing even though you still love it it's a mess you've worn it out you want to go ahead and take that down to uh, your laundry or go down the hall and go ahead and do laundry with that once that pile starts building 
building up, you want to go ahead and take care of that and make sure it's clean. That way you can hang it up along with your new clothes. That key pile is our favorite pile because that one looks the prettiest probably. And um, it's all those clothes that you adore. So just keep building up your pile. Make sure um, make sure you just keep expanding on that, okay? Take your time. That's where the music comes in. This could be the longest process of the, uh, of the entire closet makeover. So go ahead and take your time. Enjoy it. Try to focus. Try to stay focused and try to stay committed to this, okay? This will be rewarding, okay? So as you start, um, as those hangers start to pile up and as those piles start to pile up, you want to go ahead and start folding that donate pile and go ahead and um, make sure those are clean, okay? That's when the trash bags are going to come in. You're going to go ahead and put those into those bags and you want to go ahead and make sure that's ready to go because whenever your mom goes to Goodwill or whenever you head out there yourself, you want to make sure that those are there as soon as possible. That way you don't have to worry about them. And we're going to move on to those keep clothes right now and we're going to start... Um, actually start rehanging those up. Now I know you're thinking, geez, I just I just took those off the hangers. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and hang them back up. This time I want you to make sure the hanger's facing the same way, okay? And you know that doesn't make much sense, but think about it. If you're hanging up a polo shirt, your favorite polo, you want to make sure that the hanger and the collar are facing in the same direction. And that way they all hang up in the in the closet in the same direction. That'll really come in handy later on when you're trying to dig through and they're all facing different directions. That's just going to look really messy. But that'll help it to look really organized. And that's what we want, a nice, beautiful, organized closet. So, of course, now we've got um, we've got some of our clothing hung up, the keep clothes. We've still got that dirty pile, hopefully, in your washer machine. And then we've got our donate clothes already taken care of uh, outside the door, ready to go to Goodwill. So now we're going to move on to those accessories. Now, you brought out everything from your closet. That, so that means you've got to have some shoes, some jewelry, uh, some belts, some scarves, all those little uh, bold accessories we love so much to um, enhance our little black dress. So basically, you want to take those and you want to separate those in the same way you did your clothing. Now, remember those keep, those donate, and the dirty pile, you want to separate those in the same way. Only with the dirty pile, you may want to replace it with a throwaway pile because old shoes really aren't ready to be donated. You want to make sure you donate things that you would want to receive. So if they're dirty, if they're worn out, you want to go ahead and throw them away. If you wouldn't want that as a gift, then throw it out, okay? Because no one else would, to be honest. And so let's move on with those accessories and let's move on with those keep accessories. You want to get out that pretty bin that you got out and that you bought or whatever and you want to put all your accessories in that bin. You want to make sure to put, these are the bigger accessories. These are the belts, the scarves, the hats, all those into one bin. And you want to make sure it's nice and neat. Fold them up if you have to. And you want to set that right down. You want to keep, still keep everything outside your closet. Your closet should still be completely clear. And you want to keep that bin right outside your closet. Then for that donate pile of your accessories, you want to go ahead and put that back inside the bag with the donate uh, the don the clothes you'll be donating, okay? You want to put that all in there. You want to keep that together, and you want to keep it outside your door, so that way it's separated from all the clothing clothing you'll be keeping or washing. And now we want to move on to the jewelry. The first thing we're going to put back in the closet is the jewelry. Now I know you're thinking, why would we do that? That's like small, but I think it's really important because it can help create some style in your in your closet and you want to be make your closet an inspiring place a place you feel comfortable getting ready a place that you enjoy getting dressed up okay so the jewelry will help do that the first thing you want to put back in is thumbtacks you want to use those thumbtacks choose your maybe 
five to seven pieces of your favorite jewelry and pin them on the wall. It's a really unique, a really cute, a really cheap way to bring in color and style to your uh, to your closet, and to your wardrobe. And that'll, those colors will help inspire you to um, use those bold accessories that you love so much and even bring color into your makeup, your hair, your wardrobe, everything that you have. So right now you're on step four of your closet makeover. You've removed everything from your closet. You've vacuumed it. You've separated it into piles. You've even started to donate clothing and wash hopefully those dirty ones. So we're going to go ahead and relax. Take a break. I want you to grab a swig of lemonade or something. Take a break. Turn off your music a little bit and relax. I'm going to take a break too. I'm Alicia Hargrave, your host. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been expanding our everyday look to different occasion looks. So we went from the evening look, a date night look, to a, a formal party look. And now we've moved on to a little project I'm having everyone do, a closet makeover. And we're basically halfway through right now. So at halfway through, I think it's important that you take a break. So we took our break, we enjoyed ourselves, and now we're going to move on to part two. And by the way, if you want to contact me on this, go to Voice America, voiceamericakids at gmail.com and email me. Email your questions, your pictures, um, how you've done with your closet makeover. Hopefully it's turning out well and hopefully you're um, excited and um, excited about this next half that we're doing. So the good news is the hard part is over. So basically you've done the hard part and from here on out it's going to get easier and even more rewarding because you're actually going to see your closet come back together because right now it's completely empty. So you want to see it, you want to see your wardrobe be put in there and look amazing in there and easy to find. So basically we just finished and you've started, we've just finished hanging up your clothing. So hopefully all your clothing is on hangers all, that, all those clean clothes we separated into our keep pile is now on hangers and is still laying on your bed or over a chair or wherever you have it. Hopefully that's done. So if not, get that done and go ahead and start that laundry if you haven't done so already. You're definitely going to want to start bringing in those dirty clothes that you love so much that are unfortunately dirty right now. You want to bring those in with the keep clothes. So let's get started. We're going to start with, this is a very important part, by the way, so definitely follow along. I know this is going to be a little bit complicated, but definitely try to follow along. What you want to do is separate all your clothing, firstly by style and then by color. And I'll give you a little example. For example, since I live in a bit of a desert right now, I have a lot of tank tops. So firstly, I want to find all the tank tops that I own, and I want to put them all on hangers. And then I'm going to separate them by color. For example, I'm going to go from the lightest to darkest. So my favorite white tank top that I love so much and my favorite favorite dark tank top are going to be at opposite ends of the board and between them are going to be the lighter colors like yellows and pale pinks and then you're going to go all the way up to darker greens darker blues and then to that black tank top that's really important because it's really going to help yourself so imagine you're looking for that amazing little black dress that you have you want to go all the way to from the white dresses that you have all the way to the dark dresses and there it's going to be so it's going to be a lot easier to find than digging around and trying to find it all among all your beautiful dresses so that's really easy but go ahead and do that I know it's going to take a little bit of time, but separate your tank tops from your long sleeve shirts, from your dresses, from your shorts. You want to make all the styles separate, and then you want to make all the colors separate. And my favorite way is to go from lightest to darkest, but if you like darkest to lightest, if you want to um, do maybe pastels with the charcoal colors, whatever you want to do, you can separate them any way you know how. But I would separate them by color. That's really important. And it'll really, really help you um, find those easy clothes. You also want to go ahead and do that with the remaining of your jewelry. Now, remember, before the break, we displayed some of that beautiful jewelry you have, the most colorful, the most beautiful, your favorites. You want to go ahead and separate all your jewelry by color and by style as well. Okay, now hopefully you have a box to put this in. If not, then don't worry about separating it. Go ahead and put them all together in there neatly. But no matter what, try to keep it organized and somewhat neat. That way, even if they're not separated by color, they're easy to find. And go ahead and put that box of jewelry now back in your closet. Find a shelf to put it in, or if you have a drawer to put it in, go ahead and put that back in your closet. And now, so now if you go in your closet, you should have all your jewelry displayed and all your jewelry put away. We're going to go ahead and move on to shoes. And I know you're thinking, why is she doing this the opposite way? Because I'm putting in accessories before clothing. And I think it's important to do that because accessories are the ones that usually get um, kind of messed up or the junkiest faster, okay? Because, you know, usually the shoes are the ones that end up all over your floor. And the accessories are the one that 
the ones that end up all tangled up. So you want to make sure that they're the neatest and that they're put away securely before you put in your favorite clothing, okay? So with shoes, I would choose another four to five or even six to display. Hopefully you'll have shelves or even if you want to put them um, under your um, pants rack or under your clothing rack, that's fine too. But I would choose your favorite five pair of shoes, whether they're flats or heels or flip-flops, to go ahead and display. Those will keep you inspired. And not only that, it'll make your lifestyle a little bit easier. So that way when you're running out the door and you're looking for your favorite pair of black heels, you're not rushing to find them. They're right there. They're on display and you can find them really quickly. If you don't have a lot of space, say for instance, your closet is a little bit smaller, you can buy one of those over-the-door shoe racks. They're really easy to find. They're at Target or Walmart, wherever, and they're usually only like $12 to $16, and you can put them over your door, so that way it hides behind, but it's not taking up any extra space. The one key thing is it's still necessarily displaying your shoes, so if you open your door, the, the back of your door, like let's say you see the back of your door, and um, you can still see your shoes. You can still see all the colors, all um, the styles, your tennis shoes, your flip-flops, whatever you like to have. They're really easy to find, and I would suggest using them. And if you have a sliding door closet, um, one that closes by sliding, then you can put it over your um, room door. The one that opens to your room, you can put that over your door, and it's still really easy to be really easily accessible, okay? So go ahead and do that and display all your shoes, okay? That's one of my favorite things to do because I love wearing shoes and I like using all my shoes, so if I see them, I'm more likely to wear them, okay? And you're more likely to bring those amazing colorful accessories into your outfit. So now that you've, uh, now that you've separated all your clothing by style and you have all your shoes and all your accessories in your closet, we're gonna start with my favorite part, putting back all those clothing, all that clothing into your closet. So go ahead and take your time. This is where that music comes into you again, and you want to turn it up, crank it up a little bit, play your favorite song, and go ahead and get moving. You want to take all your styles, and you want to put them into the closet separately, okay? You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Alicia Hargrave, your, your host for Style Revolution. Our topic today has been expanding our uh, event look, our, our everyday look, to a different event looks. And now we're expanding our closet to be more accessible, which is a great thing to do, and our closet makeover kind of mini-series. So I hope you're excited, and I hopefully you're, uh, you're almost done with it. You're seeing your closet come together, and you're excited. So we just got to the point where we're putting back our clothing into our, into our um, closet. So we decided that we were going to do it separated by style. That's really important. So grab all those tank tops you just separated by color and by style and put them in there. And then you want to come back, grab all those T-shirts, and you want to come back and grab all those long sleeve shirts and then move on to dresses and jackets and um, shorts and pants and jeans all those different things, and you will put them in there slowly and separately, okay? Now, remember the little tip I gave you a little bit earlier to um, have the hangers facing all the same way? That's going to come in handy right now. If you if you didn't do it, uh, you're going to recognize it right now. You're going to say, oh, my goodness, they're all facing different ways. So um, if you see a few mistakes that you did, everyone makes mistakes. Don't worry about it. Take it out and rehang it and then put it back in there along with your other clothes. And you'll see how that really works out and that really helps, uh, you know, helps your closet come along. So now you're thinking, this is really great. This is really coming along. I really love doing this. And you're seeing your closet come together. But don't take that after picture just yet because we're going to enhance your closet even more. If you haven't already, 
brought up those dirty clothes I bet you forgot about. You want to go ahead and grab those. Hopefully they're done drying and washing and everything and they're clean now. You want to go ahead and hang those up along with your along with your beautiful keep clothes, the ones that were in your keep pile. You want to hang those up the same way. Remember, hangers are all facing the same direction and you want to hang those up among the style. Now remember to separate them by style and by color. So if you bring up a uh, dark brown tank top, that's going to go toward the end of your tank top selection, okay? So go ahead and do that. I think that's important. Now you officially, hopefully, have all the clothing, all the accessories in your closet, but we're not done yet. I want us to take it a step further, and this will really help you create those amazing, unique looks. Basically, what I would do, if you have a sack, this is going to be relaxing. It's going to be fun. Grab all your magazines. Grab all the books you read, all the, um, the printouts that you print off on the computer, all your favorite looks, and I would start cutting them out. This is where it comes in to do a little bit more fun. What I like to do in my closet is have a couple uh, basically like inspiration boards. And these help me, you'd be surprised how much these help me when I'm getting ready, when I'm rushing out of the, rushing out of my house, trying to get to a meeting or trying to go to school. And um, I need an inspiration and I don't have no idea what to wear because realistically those three to five words are gonna kind of wear out pretty fast. You're gonna need some more inspiration to help yourself find your style and your personality. So um, if you have all your magazines together, go ahead and start ripping out pages, cutting them out, cut out the shape of the silhouette, cut out colors that you like to wear, cut out hairstyles that you love, cut out every look, every outfit you can ever dream of wearing. Even if they seem unrealistic, cut it out and put it on a board. You can get a cork board pretty cheap at Walmart or at Target, wherever, and go ahead and start pasting them on that board. All of a sudden, if you sat there for about 20 minutes, you'll see that this board's getting pretty full because it's not hard to find inspiration, especially in magazines, especially in real life. So just do that, and I think it'll really help you. If you don't have a, um, if you don't have an empty wall in your closet right now because it's all full and beautiful, then you can do it right outside your closet, or you can do it in your bathroom. Find some place to put this inspiration board because it'll really come in handy. I guarantee it. I use it all the time, and I have actually two in my closet. So if you want to do more, go ahead and do more. But pin it up somewhere, and this will really help you become inspired. And the good news is it's interchangeable. It's really easy to change. If you find a look that you don't love anymore, take it off and throw it away or whatever. If you find a look you love um, in the next issue of Glamour Magazine, then you can cut it out and put it right up there. That'll really help enhance your wardrobe, okay? Now remember that donate pile that we had outside our door? You wanna go now and take that to Goodwill. Go ahead and finish this radio session because I know you're loving it. But um, go ahead and take that to Goodwill right after this, okay? And don't forget about that, all right? And ask your mom to take you, ask your friend to take you, or go by yourself and go ahead and donate that because you never know. Someone out there, a teenage girl just like you, could be looking like for a shirt like that right now and needs it right now. So go ahead and do it as soon as possible. You don't wanna forget that, okay? So now, hopefully you're wrapping up, you're finishing, I bet you're tired, exhausted. Go ahead and hit one more of your favorite songs and you can go ahead and celebrate. You're finished with your amazing closet makeover. Now turn around, open your closet and look at it. Isn't it great? I know it's amazing, I know it's spectacular. I bet you can find your favorite date night look, your favorite, uh, your favorite formal look a lot easier now. Go ahead and take, bring out your camera, go ahead and take your after picture. I know this is exciting, what you've been waiting for. Go ahead and take that and then go back and flip back a few pages in your album and find that before picture. I bet you're thinking, oh my gosh, how could I live with my closet like that? I know, I was surprised too. But go ahead and compare those looks. Print them out if you want to. Show your mom, show your friends how good of a job you did. You did amazing. And you know what? Suggest that your friends do it. Suggest that your parents do it because it really is helpful. And it actually, I bet you had a good time. I know I did sharing these tips with you. And I know that tomorrow when you wake up looking for an outfit, I bet it'll be 100% easier to find. 
So just relax. Now you can relax, look at it, enjoy it, look for an outfit, find that your favorite date night look, find your favorite everyday look, find your casual look, and go ahead and enjoy your new amazing closet that's been made over. I hope my tips helped and I hope you are now making it easier. Let's take a break. I'm Alicia Hargrave. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
This is Style Revolution on Voice America Kids, your weekly look at the latest trends and designs in the fashion world. Now, back to our show. Welcome back to Style Revolution on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrave, and today our topic has been expanding our everyday look onto uh, different occasions, creating your personal style, uh, basically going to different events. We also did an amazing closet makeover, which I hope you are now finished with and you are relaxing and you're enjoying your new closet. We uh, went through and basically took everything out of our closet and we are now uh, done with it. We are now enjoying our closet, enjoying the results. Another tip I, uh, I wanted to give you guys is a way to maintain your closet. I know it's difficult to, as teenagers and as young adults, we're trying, we're always busy and we're always trying to stay organized. So a good way to do it is to figure out one day of the week where you're home for maybe an hour or so, you have a little extra time and you can just go through and clean up your room, clean up your closet, make sure things are hung up the right way and that you're taking care of your space because that's the only way to really, uh, to really make it last to really make this amazing closet last, okay? So, all the, by the way, I want to see all your videos, all your amazing pictures, all the things that you have of your closet space. So please contact me at voiceamericakids at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys and hopefully how you guys were helped by the um, tips I gave you regarding your closet. Hopefully you're enjoying it and you can find those looks, those amazing looks we're discovering together really easy now. So now we're going to move on to something I'd like to call worldwide beauty. Basically, um, I've decided to kind of do something fun and kind of go through the there's lots of countries out there and there's lots of different cultures and different fashions all over the world and I want to basically bring those to you that way you can use different trends from all over the world uh, in your everyday lifestyle and you can kind of be a worldwide global trendy really cute girl so that'll be great hopefully I can help you do that and I'm really excited about learning about different cultures uh, different ways of life different people all over the world because really people um, halfway across the country and halfway across the world are just like us they go to school every day but they have a totally different look that they're uh, trying to achieve so we're gonna try to find out about those looks and everything but before we go halfway across the globe to um, amazing countries like China or Australia or um, even close countries like Cuba, um, we're going to study America, America fashion history. And um, most people don't know too much about American history as far as fashion. And neither did I until I started decided to do this segment uh, because it's basically kind of a mystery. Um, a lot of designers just recently developed in the 60s or in the 50s. And um, many people don't know how fashion really came to America and how we have those everyday looks that we do have. So I'm going to share with you um, some fashion history. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. And I'm enjoying learning. But it'll help you really um, know where your looks came from and how to expound on them. And then how to go global with your looks. That way you know what your American fashion's like. And then next thing you know, you're going to know what some other country's fashion is like. Okay? So um, many of us know when America was discovered. And at that time, most clothing was stored in chest and in drawers. They didn't really display it like we just did in our closet. So they kept it hidden, they kept it in drawers, and most of the time they wore the same thing every single day. So think about your favorite look. Imagine wearing that every single day. That'd be pretty difficult, and after a while it'd get pretty stinky. So they had some difficulty with that, but they decided to stop doing that after a while. And um, when the colonists were over here starting the 13 colonies, they most of the time either made their clothing by hand, just stitching it up every evening by the fireplace, or they ordered it from uh, Great Britain, of course. That was their main manufacturer for everything, for their all the kinds of goods that they had, including their clothing. So basically, if you were back then in, those, um, in about the 1600s, you'd either be making your own clothes or you'd be buying them across the country, across 
the world, actually. And so you want to think about that. And that's really interesting to learn because we've moved on a lot since then. Obviously, we can go to Target and buy clothes all the time or go online and buy clothes even nowadays. So basically what they try to do after they um, broke away from Great Britain and after we became an independent country, they had to make their own clothes and they had to develop their own fabrics even. They had never done that before. And that's when those textile mills started coming into place. During the Industrial Revolution, people started to develop ways to make fabric and ways to use it. And um, even the cotton gin was invented um, down in the South. At that time, people started developing faster ways to make clothes and more amazing ways. Of course, at this time, most of the people were still wearing um, the same thing every day. So they had even more developed to do. And from the 1400s to the 1900s, most of the high fashion was done across the, um, across the water in Paris and in Europe. Um, America was not into high fashion. They didn't have any fashion shows during that time, as you probably would have guessed. But they didn't develop their own clothing. They didn't develop different styles. They didn't develop anything uh, like we see today. They didn't have Fashion Week. And they were basically following whatever um, was being made at cotton mills. They were following whatever was sent over. They didn't have any special things or any high fashion amazing things or even department stores. They made most of their clothing at that time. And so toward, let's move on a couple centuries, and now we're in the 1850s. This is when something amazing started happening. Department stores started opening. And before, they just had little local stores where they had little local fabric and everyone knew who made that fabric and everyone knew who made that dress and you could only buy a few things and there wasn't much to offer but in the 1850s department stores started popping up and that really expanded the what people could buy and they started selling more clothes in, uh, in those department stores and in, in, in local stores and they started mass producing clothing before you could just buy a pattern and that cloth and you had to make your own clothing. Now America was starting to um, expand a little bit and get a little bit more uh, industrialized and socializing. So they had department stores like Macy's and uh, that is that is still around today. You could go to a Macy's today if you wanted to. And toward the 1900s, high fashion started to come in America. This was a really productive time for all fashion around the world. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network, Style Revolution. I'm your host, Alicia Hargrip, and today our topic has been We've gone from everything from expanding that everyday look to different events like a, a date night or a little casual party. And then we also went and redid your closet. You have a new closet. You have a new makeover. So right now you've got a new look. You've got a new closet. And hopefully you have a new sense of fashion after I finish this little um, little, little timeline I'm giving you on American fashion. Hopefully you're enjoying it. I really enjoy sharing it. It's really fun to learn. So during the 1900s, all the designers started to develop, especially across the, the water in Europe. Designers like Coco Chanel, Giorgio Armani, uh, Ives St. Laurent started coming out in the 1900s. They really started bringing out what we'd like to call high fashion. And many of those brands that were developed in the 1900s, late 1800s, can still be found on the market today, many of them. And if you can't see those exact clothes those designers made, you can go to a museum and hopefully see them, or even Google um, Coco Chanel, and you can see some of the gowns and some of the hats she originally designed in um, the early 1900s, okay? But, um, but America still wasn't really catching up yet at that point. They were still trying to develop. They were still trying to... Um, 
trying to discover fashion because Paris wear was all happening and America was kind of straggling a little bit behind until a man named Charles James came along, okay? He is actually British. He was born in um, Britain, and but he came to America and he did about the majority a little bit less than the majority of his career in America. And he started developing hot couture gowns. And you do not see hot couture gowns very much anymore. You don't. It's very hard to find them because uh, a French com- a committee in France actually decides who's a couture designer or not. So if you've, um, Juicy Couture, unfortunately, is not a couture designer. Even though it's called couture, it's really not. Um, actually, you have to go to France and you have to pass all these tests. You only have to have a certain amount of seamstresses. You can only do a certain amount of machine machine sewing, you have to really be serious about being a hot couture designer. And Charles James was. And fortunately for America, he brought all that style and all that elegance to to America for us, okay? And his most famous gown was a ribbon dress. And he called it this because he used different panels of fabric at the skirt of the dress. And it basically looked like all a ribbon, like a sea of ribbons flowing when the girl walked. It looked really amazing, really beautiful. If you haven't seen anything like that, then you can Google Charles James and um, Google ribbon dress right behind it and you will see some of the amazing gowns. I'm looking at one right now and he used um, a blue fabric at the bottom and he used bright gold at the top and it's a gorgeous gown and it really does look like a C under her. It's an amazing dress. He really used um, a lot of creativity. And basically he tried to keep everything quality. His main goal was quality. And when you're a couture seamstress and, and a couture designer like he was, your main goal is quality for the wear. And if you look back after he died in uh, 1978, the um, people went around and they collected all the gowns he had ever made. They went around and said, hey, I've got this gown he made, I've got this gown. And they collected all of them, and not not even all of them equal the amount of clothing a ready-to-wear factory would produce in one session. And one session is half a day. So think about it. A ready-to-wear factory is producing um, more gowns than Charles James produced his entire life, which is an amazing thing. And I know you're thinking, geez, why didn't he go for more? Why didn't he try to sell more gowns? But imagine the quality. Okay, if they're producing 500 gowns and he didn't produce 500 gowns in his entire life, imagine the quality of those 500. He really took the time to uh, learn about the garment, to shape it toward the woman's body, and to make it an amazing look. So this really brought high fashion to America, and he did a wonderful job. If you haven't seen his gowns, I would suggest definitely checking them out. They're amazing, okay? And while you're on Google, go ahead and email me at voiceamericakids at gmail.com and tell me what you think of his gowns and tell me what you think about all that I'm talking about today. I really want to hear from you guys. Okay, later in the 1930s, Hollywood became really popular in the country and basically everything that um, women want to wear was on a movie screen and um, they really wanted to be like their celebrities. And this at this point, magazines started coming out. Magazines like Glamour, Vogue, uh, magazines you can still find today started coming out in those 1930s and really created an environment for fashion to grow and blossom. And that's when designers really started coming out. Later in the 1940s, Calvin Klein came out. I'm sure you've heard of him. You've seen his ads, his perfume. He's an amazing designer. He debuted in 1968, and he started bringing in um, more of a sportswear look and more of those classic jeans, and even his gut undergarments are well known. Uh, Ralph Lauren debuted in 1967. He came out with his signature high quality menswear and you've probably seen that little polo logo that he's known for. Another amazing American designer you've probably heard of is 
Donna Karen. She's a great um, ladies designer. Now she does men and everything, but her signature was tailored women's wear. She really wanted a strong, a really successful look for women. And she definitely hit that mark. She debuted it in 1985. Uh, so today, American style is kind of a little bit sporty. We're, we're attracted to sports where we're attracted to what's comfortable because really, when you think of America, you think of that American dream and how to accomplish that and how to be good at what you're doing. But don't worry, I don't think glamour's faded at all. Some people suggest that glamour's gone in America, the elegance is gone. I beg to differ because today we're, we're working on accomplishing that dream, that American dream, and we have to work hard for that. But at the end of the day, when um, you are successful, when you are rewarded, you want to dress up and you want to be glamorous and beautiful. So go ahead and do that, okay? Find a special occasion, find a way to be successful, and go ahead and dress up and enjoy that, okay? Thank you so much for joining us today. You have been listening to Style Revolution. I've been your host, Alicia Hargrave, on Voice America Kids. There, now you look absolutely perfect when you go out. Please join us again for another show. It's Style Revolution on the Voice America Kids channel. Have an awesome week. The later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.